Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning Mishnah. It's Arla, Perik, Bays, Mishnah Gimel, Mishnah Dalad. Mishnah Gimel is effectively the very same halachas as Mishnah Bays. Just take out the words Truma and add the words Arla and Klayim. <coughs> Excuse me. Arla, Mailas, Klayim. Arla can help nullify Klayim, but Klayim is Arla. The Arla is Arla. Arla can also help nullify another kind of Arla. What does that mean? That is to say, although one forbidden item cannot help nullify that it's the same forbidden item, as in I can't have pig help uh, nullify a pig, but there are two types of Arla, if you recall from the beginning of the Masechta. The first three years, there's Arla, where it's totally forbidden. The third year, it's also Arla, but it's permitted Arla, and that is Netaravai, where you have to bring it to Yerushalayim. So therefore, Kate said, how does it work? So Arla, Shnaf Lemasayim, if you have a sub Arla falls into almost 200 worth of permitted produce, but not enough again to nullify it because it's not one in 200. Arla, and afterwards, a saw and type it more of a different type of Arla, I revive fall in. Oh, Sava Oh, Karim, or the same as Klai Karim. Zui Sha Arla, Mylas, Aklayim. So again, it's all the very same principles where if you have less than one on one and two hundred, and then a little bit more of the claim or the uh, the revai or whatever it may be falls in, so it helps nullify it. Now, all this is good and well that one can argue something is nullified, so provided that the thing actually leaves no a mark on the on the item. That's it's not it's not discernible, and as we point out, there's no taste. However, there are going to be certain things where even if you can't taste them, they leave such a defining, they play such a defining role and leave such an indelible mark on the whatever produce it may be, on whatever uh, product it may have, that you can you cannot argue that it's not it's not nullified. You cannot argue, excuse me, that's nullified. You can't argue certain things are nullified if you can literally see the way in which they interact and create an, a huge difference and change in the item. What am I talking about? Well, two things. Let's say spices. Even though you put a tiny bit of spices, you can't say, well, I put a little cayenne pepper in here, so, well, it's, it's definitely bought them more than one in 500. Yeah, but a little cayenne pepper, you can taste it. And as well as a leavening agent. You put in some sort of sourdough, you put yeast in a piece of bread. You can't argue, well, I put so little yeast in it, it created so much bread. Yes, but the only reason that it happened is because of the yeast. And therefore, it's it's it's, it's an item which, because it causes it to rot, it causes it to um to grow, it's considered as if that it's foundational and fundamental to the dough, and one cannot argue that it's bata. Anything that leavens dough or spices a dish, um, if it falls into permitted food, it's going to not going to be nullified, and therefore the consequences are of madam of the truma. If let's say you have truma. Uh, truma spice that falls into a chulin dish. So now this, this whole item is now considered madama. It's a mi- for, it's a mixture. It's only permitted to the kohen, as we discussed previously. It then goes down in value because there's less of a market for it. Uba arlo karam asor. And let's say it's arlo karam. Let's say you have arlo uh, or karam spice that goes into a dish. You cannot not say it's it's bottle, even though it's more than one in two hundred because you can easily discern the effect and taste of the item. It's noticeable. Not only that, Bishami even argues Ahmatame that if you have a spice or some sort of leveting agent that's tame that falls into an item, even though it's smaller than the size of an egg, and normally you assume you need a kibetza the size of an egg in order for something to be tame, but here because it's so it's so potent, you can easily discern that it's there. It will make the entire item tame. We still disagree. We still No, the laws of tuma are you need a size of an egg is worth in order for it to become tame and to render something tame, and therefore although yes it is discernible, but ultimately it's not the size, not the sheer, to make something tummy, so it's not tummy. I'm a on this matter. I wish you all a wonderful day.